Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Always a privilege sitting in for Charlie James. Can I just tell you guys how much I love filling in at this station? You guys are the best. I mean, word listeners are, okay, should I say that? I shouldn't say that, Will, because I work at another Odyssey station. Okay, I love my home station, but I love you guys just as much. How about that? Does that sound good? <laughs> Excellent. You guys are terrific. Yeah, a, there's nice, there's a way to, to frame it, right? The Common Sense Retirement Planning text line is always open, 71307, 71307. Hope you're getting some well-deserved time off. All right. I did not know this, Will. I learned something from the Greenville News. What's about that? About what people can do with their Christmas trees after Christmas. Now, most people, I don't know what, what put them on the curb. I don't know. I never knew. Did you know this? That if you put the trees, you give them to the folks at Hartwell and also uh, Thurman Lake, they can put them in the water. Now, I'm talking live trees, dorks, okay? <laughs> Do I have to explain this? Okay, live trees, live trees with no stuff on them, no tinsel or anything, all right? But if you put a live tree, they put these live trees into the lakes, and apparently these trees form little habitats for the fish. I had no idea this was a thing. So that's really, because I, I always thought you just throw them out to the curb and that's that, right? Yeah, but, yeah, that's what I thought. Apparently, these trees and brush provide cover for fish and nursery areas for juvenile fish because some of these lakes don't necessarily have as much area, that kind of thing. What they do is they, um, they're tied in bundles and they're anchored with concrete blocks so they sink them to the bottom. That's what we do in Vegas and Lake Mead, but it's not for Christmas trees. <laughs> but up, down, pew, rim shot. <laughs> we put them in barrels you know they still haven't figured out who that guy was in the barrel did you hear that story about the guy they found in the barrel i think it was last year no what is is this at uh, lake mead at lake mead yeah what? there's a guy well what's happened is it's the lake has dried up so much that the shoreline is receding drastically all right i think i had heard about that yeah yeah so they found a couple of people, a couple drowning victims where it was just their skeleton and whatnot, okay? What? Uh, some people they knew had drowned years ago, years ago. See, my, here's the crazy thing. My dad, when I was a kid, my dad was a certified diver. And back in the day when he did it, there were very few people who could do that. So he would volunteer to go and look for people in Lake Mead who had disappeared, okay? Because he was kind of an ambulance chaser kind of guy. I, and he told me so many horror stories that when I was a little kid and I learned how to water ski... I'd be sitting there in the water going, I just know one of those bodies is going to come up and touch me. Because right. there were a bunch down there that never came up. <laughs> right? So I was like, oh, that was how they used to handle problems. Anyway, so uh, there were a couple people they found recently with their skeletons, and they had mostly drowned. I think most of them were drowned. But there was one guy in a barrel. And they, <laughs> so they pull out the barrel, and they believe that I think it was like late 70s, early 80s, based on his clothing, 
uh, that they, they verified they don't know who he is. They know it's a guy. They don't know anything other than his And it was funny because our former mayor in Vegas, who used to be a defense attorney for the mob, said, well, he wasn't a mobster. They wouldn't wear Kmart clothes. <laughs> 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 so anyway, I digress because I can. Uh, anyway, going back to Thurman Lake. All right. So what they do is they recycle these trees when people bring them. They tie them in bundles. They anchor them with concrete blocks. It's kind of like when you have that plant at the bottom of your fish tank. Picture that, if you will, right? (laughs) That will never stay down because it keeps popping up. (laughs) So they put concrete blocks on them, and then they sink to the bottom, and they create all these uh, habitat areas. I guess Hartwell Lake receives approximately 250 trees each year. I had no idea this was a thing. And apparently at Thurman Lake, residents have been dropping off their trees for more than 30 years. Each year, the lake receives 80 to 1,000 trees. That's great. I had no idea this was a thing. Okay. Anyway, like I said, live trees only, people. Do not bring your fake ones over there. Should I have to explain that? I should not have to explain that. When I was on my trip across country, my husband and I went up to a place in Virginia where these guys were literally, uh, the, the hills were covered with Christmas trees. And, you know, they had some that were two feet tall. And then they had some that were three feet tall and four feet tall. And, and they ultimately, I guess, usually take them when they're seven feet tall, according to what the guy told me. But you, you couldn't believe these trucks coming down from the mountains, these mountain roads, just loaded with Christmas trees. And I got to talking with the guy because, you know, I like to interview people. So I said to him, I said, so how many trees do you fit on that truck? And he said, 400 trees per truck. And you couldn't believe it. The trucks just boom, 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 one after another. And I said, how many trees? He said, we're going to pull 25,000 trees out of this area alone. 25,000 trees, Will. That's a lot of trees. <laughs> it's a lot of trees. <laughs> and I here's what I did know, too. What they do is they get them down, you know, they chop them down, you know, where, where they're growing, obviously. And they obviously they replant the area. But then they put them in the spinner thing, you know, that wipes the tr- twine the, around it or whatever, right? And, so they don't get wrecked. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Then I asked the guy, I said, okay, so you get these trees on the back of the truck. And people who buy Christmas trees, you're always worried about it drying out, right? And I said, well, when do these trees have to be down? He said, they have to be out of the forest here. Well, it's not a forest. It's a farm, tree farm. He said they have to be out by Thanksgiving. And I said, well, what stops them from drying out? I did not know this. They take these trees and they put them in huge refrigeration units. I don't know if it's trucks or warehouses or probably both, but they refrigerate them immediately and they stay cold and that makes them stay dormant until they go to the Christmas tree lot near you. Did you know that? You you know, I did not know that, but it makes sense because I'm a, a huge music nerd. Uh, so I watched this whole thing on the Stradivarius uh, violins, uh, which is this like just very old, you know, violin. Uh, and apparently because of the the way the tree aged, it gave it this uh, in the music world, we call it timbre or sound right. quality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so because of the way these trees aged and it was because they aged so slow because they grew in these, uh, oh, my goodness, like colder climates. Um, and so, yeah, and they did this whole big study. So that makes sense. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. But that's cool. <laughs> yeah. You know what? It's just one of those things that there, there's so much, depending on where you live in the country and depending on, you know, what you do and, you know, how much agriculture you're around or whatever. There's so many things that we consume every single day that we don't necessarily even know the history on sort of where they came from. You know, how does it get 
to this tree lot? How does it get from being a little baby seed to getting to this tree lot here? I, I was fascinated by that. Yeah, like not to, to come off the point too much, but, you know, it's like look at just everyday items like food, you know. I, right. You, people don't even know. Like I, I'm sure there's kids now. I think what it was it with uh, that guy Jamie Oliver or whatever. Uh, he did something and was asking kids, oh, where does this come from? And like kids didn't even know where like basic vegetables or – Right. They don't know. Like, what's a tree yeah. nut? What's a ground nut? Does a peanut come out of the ground? Does it come off a tree? Right. Uh, you know, uh, honestly, we, when my husband and I drove across country, we drove through, I think it was New Mexico, and there were acres and acres and acres and acres of these huge trees. I think they were pecans. How embarrassing that I didn't know, but they weren't close enough for me to see what was on the ground, right? Right. But uh, I, I don't know. So it's, it, it is, it's amazing how far we are removed from the actual growth of much of our food, that kind of thing. You know, we, we don't want to have to have, kill something ourselves. We'll just, I'm not against hunting. I understand hunting serves a great purpose. But as far as, you know, I just want my meat all packaged nice and neat. I don't want to know the cow it came from because I'd start crying, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> so we're just very removed from the whole process of how things work. And I was fascinated because, you know, these guys are wor- were working their butts off chopping these trees down. You, you know, you think you have a tough day at work having to chop down 25,000 trees in a week or so. I don't know how many guys they had up there doing it. I mean, these are the, the jobs that a lot of people don't want to necessarily do. And uh, I was impressed with that. I'm, there are a lot of jobs in the world that matter. And, and there's always honor in all kinds of work. That's for sure. I'm Heidi Harris in for Charlie James. Coming right back. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 